This is a crowd podcast. Listening to Fucks Given, the one where we talk about anal sex. Oh, anal! <laughs> There's always a little bit of that with anal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I think we both had to just learn to be okay with it. I think that's why for so long yeah. we were like, no, please, not anal, but what about the poop and the fart? And Oh, my God. I used to be so scared of the poop. Like, I was just like, no, no one's ever going to go near my arsehole. Like, I don't understand why that is sexy when there is poo that comes out of that. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's such a young thing. It's such a a young teenage, early 20s, like, but not the poop. And it's like, uh, I mean, and it's also porn. We've grown up with looking at anal in porn and it being so squeaky clean that the idea of us having anything that isn't squeaky clean, that means that we're wrong humans, that we are are broken and we don't deserve anal. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? We don't deserve anal? Yeah, because anal can be really amazing and pleasurable, but yet we don't deserve it because poop comes from there. And then therefore, if we get poop in the bedroom, yeah. that's not okay. I never fully believed that anal was pleasurable, though. Like, I it's never just, I just still. thought, I was just like, <laughs> ridiculous. No. I could definitely see it being pleasurable. I'm not there. Yeah, yet, have you ever had a pleasurable experience with it? I've definitely had pleasurable experiences with masturbating with anal mm. um, butt mm-hmm. plugs, but yeah, and maybe like the odd finger, but never. I mean, we're talking about receiving here, so like I've never mm-hmm. been able to fully enjoy anal with toys, um, larger toys, or with cock, or with. Uh, I mean, I really like being rimmed, but even then, I still feel like oh, so self-conscious. Oh no. <laughs> Oh god, I'm not a rimming fan though. Yeah. Like I know rimming's amazing, but my asshole just doesn't have those nerve endings. Yeah. Like I just don't it doesn't feel like anything. If someone's putting their tongue down there, I'm like I don't I don't feel that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's so different how people's like sensitivity works. Like mine's too sensitive back there. And I think I I, yeah. I if I relax into it, I would invite I would find receiving rimming really enjoyable but I, I still have that in the back of my head I'm like but I'm so you know it's like the area of your body as well that you can't shave which is again yes. really toxic of me to think that my asshole needs to be perfectly shaved like that's that's fucking porn for you that's society yeah um, but I still have that hang up for sure yeah I have so many hang-ups about my arsehole but we've actually like deep dived straight into the anal talk because obviously we were so excited to talk about anal and we've completely missed our update but yeah we've jumped straight into the anal fun when we should leave that for dessert how apt <laughs> oh yeah and do a little, little bit ketchup. of pudding mm, pudding <laughs> and a little hot pud pud <laughs> oh god that's <laughs> Horrible. Oh god, we, we, we've gone way too far. Yeah, we have gone too far. I don't think you can go too far with anal. I think this is it's going to be an episode where people are going to be visualizing Ooh, yeah, this the is worst. Very true. Yeah, yeah. When we love I'm it. excited. Yeah. I'm very excited. But someone had a birthday. Yay. Last weekend, I had my Happy birthday. birthday Reed. Thank you, Florence. <laughs> I turned the ripe age of thirty-one, and my birthday was actually fucking great. It was, oh. it was so. Oh. 
world. Although I fucking love having my birthday. I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Give me them numbers. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, birthday went really well. All the planning beforehand did not go well. Um, I'm gonna have to do an Instagram post about it because you know when you post up like all the amazing photos from the party and how good my birthday was it's like well in the actual reality of it loads of fucking things went you so were stressed. wrong I was stressed the venue nearly cancelled on me then the venue were gonna kick us out at like 10pm and there was just all kind of business and then on top of that I love my yeah. dress but my dress didn't fit me properly so I had to wear tit tape on my tits and I am not I'm allergic to tit tape I mean, I, I mean, allergic, is that the right word? Basically, it takes my skin off like a motherfucker. And really, I didn't really think about this. Anyway, I You're have... sensitive. My sensitive little tits. And yeah, now I've got infected <laughs> blisters on both my tits. I'm like, come on, brah, come oh, on. Um, no. Not ideal before Sam takes me on a little three-day UK getaway for us to have loads of fun Aww. sex. And I'm like, no, 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 please be careful of the breasts. No. So, don't touch them. Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Oh, but you about usually that. love them being touched yeah, too. Yeah, I know. They're basically like two forms of clitorises on my chest. And now I have to be like, sorry, can you just like be careful of my boobs? It's the last thing I want. But what are you going to oh. do? Just got to work through it. The dress looked great on the night. <laughs> yeah, it did look awesome. Very, very sexy. Thank you. How about you, Florence? What's been going on in your LA life? What has been going on? I saw my fuck buddy last weekend, but oh my God, I actually want to talk about an orgasm he gave me last week because it was like, I actually don't know if I've experienced anything quite like that. So I had like, I had this little ceramic dildo that I brought with me. Reed, you've got one as well. And it's the, like, what, um, it kind of looks like a weird... What's um, its name? It's like called like Prudence or something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And it kind of looks like a light handle pulley. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to grab it? I've got it in the cupboard right there. I can show all the people yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, if you want, yeah. All right, all right. Sorry, just let me peel away my, <laughs> my uh, blanket because it's cold in my house. Love a bit of show and tell. Yeah. Welcome to class, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, it would be kids, wouldn't it? Welcome to class, kids. This is it, right? Yes, exactly that one. And so it, and it is called I Prudence. brought that all the way, yeah, all the way to LA with me. And nice, I, interesting choice. I like it. Yeah. Last Wednesday, I went over to his after seeing oh Reed's favorite comedian live. Oh, I actually am da- so gel bag right now. Fucking gel pens over here, scribbling my name. We were invited by our friend, and then at the end, he was like, "Oh, do you want to like come backstage to meet Stop him?" And it. I was just like, "Nah, actually, I don't need to." <laughs> nah, I don't want to meet Reeves' favorite comedian. Fuck. I mean, I almost was like, if it, the time was right, I would have gone just to get a photo for you. Yeah, I fancy but- him so much as well. For those of you who don't know, it's da- Daniel Sloss. Yeah. He's Scottish and he's just so clever and so fucking funny. Yeah, it was funny. But I had a dick appointment, mm-hmm. which I couldn't <laughs> delay any longer. It's absolutely fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So I had to zoom off um, to get laid, um, which is more important than meeting your favourite comedian. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I appreciate it. I think I would have probably died if you had met him <laughs> and not tried to fuck him. Um, although he he's, I, he's engaged, right? He has a fiance or married? Yeah, he's he has he talks about 
a wife or a girlfriend in his comedy. Yeah, which I would completely respect, but also proposition a threesome for them both. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you, you never know. Never know especially with comedians. Well, we don't know. Exactly. But it would never go anywhere yeah. if she wasn't cool with it. Yes, of course. I know it's that. Consent always. Consent always. Anyway, okay. So the so he was going down on me with. I'm gonna I'm gonna play him right now. Yeah. So he was using that (laughs) in me at the same time as sucking on my clit, Mm -hmm. and this is what he does quite often. So he does like two different moves with the oral and sometimes I've asked I've been like hmm, what are you doing down yeah there? please because I would like to know and he's just like oh yeah I'm just sucking on your clit and I was like fuck that's out like that feels amazing mm. so he was doing that and then also doing this kind of, kind of like windshield wiper thing with his tongue oh whilst going oh. up and down mm. so like uh <laughs> oh I'm doing if you're not on YouTube right now you're missing out yeah get um, yourself on YouTube <laughs> Watch this. Watch me like fuck an imaginary Florence with prudence. (laughs) Anyway, that toy was hitting some kind of G spot. Mm. Because usually, when you have like an orgasm from oral, it's usually just a clitoral orgasm. But, oh my days. So I was having this like full body, like building orgasm because it was like the G spot moment with that thing. And I was so like, surprised at what it was feeling like I was and I was like the breathing I was being so noisy and like he had all his housemates in but like it was just so it was one of those things where it was like it was so good I had to let myself go completely to like fully get into the moment and I just had like a really great orgasm like one of those orgasms where afterwards you're like I'm fucking done mate (laughs) yeah Yeah, shit those orgasms yeah those orgasms so yeah that was quite quite a great one and then also I we had sex in the morning and I went on top and I was like uh like I don't really know he was like yeah it's your turn to be on top like you lazy bitch (laughs) and um (laughs) nice told put in our places I was like oh I was like oh but I'm not very good at being on top and like moaning blah 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 and then we did I did it anyway because I had in my mind I was like well Reed had the best sex she ever had on top so I've got to be here for this yes you popped into my mind during sex thank you for thinking about (laughs) me while you had someone else's dick inside you yeah Mm. yeah um and anyway he complimented me on my on top skills oh. afterwards he was like I don't he was like whoever told you you were bad at that because you're great and I was like oh I was like I told myself I was bad yes, at that that's so you know what I again porn motherfucker I'm fairly certain I don't like being on top because I have this idea of what on top is supposed to look like and it's this like these women yes. that are able to be on top and literally you know when like they're hovering there's no like sitting down yeah. they're literally squatting and going up and down like in porn but they're doing it for so mm fucking long and I can do that for maybe like like two minutes and I'm like my legs my thighs I can't and that's what I imagine being on top is no it isn't on top is whatever you make of it I'm a lazy on topper so I'm basically slumped over and just like kind of yes. like I don't know like I'm not really I'm not I'm a lazy on yeah topper. it's a lazy on topper it's like I'm all I'm doing is I'm moving like my ass back and forth like I'm not even I'm not yeah bobbing up and down I'm not like oh my god like riding a fucking buckaroo donkey I'm I'm just like rocking back and forth and just like yeah I do yeah. that quite a lot as well yeah and I like being close to them mm-hmm. as well so 
I will go forward as well. So I'm not upright all the time. Yeah, forward, so yeah. I'm, I mix and match. Mm-hmm. I mix and match during the whole sesh. I also like, I've got into a thing where I can actually think I can twerk a little bit on a dick. Oh, but this is the only place I can ever twerk. Like I've tried outside of sex, <laughs> I've tried. But when I'm on top, I can twerk on a dick. Nice, so, so the, the way you twerk with a dick <laughs> inside you. Yeah. It's a little, little I remember my, for everyone my first time I did that with my ex, he was like, are you twerking? I was like, I don't know, am I? <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't realize I could even do am that. I? Oh my goodness gracious me. I was just moving up and down in your dick. That's what I thought I was doing. Yeah, nice. There's some nice, nice visuals there, Florence. Thank you. Fuck me. <laughs> Anyway, shall we get into the anal chat now? I mean, it is so close, right? We're on top. <laughs> that moment when the dick comes out and they try and slip it back in and a lot of the time you're like, oh, that's, oh. that's my bum hole. Oh, Lord, it's happening. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, I've had oh, those moments. The, the accidental anal moments yeah. are actually probably the worst pain one of the worst pains i've ever experienced in my whole life i mean they can be really good if you're prepared if you're like an absolute anal slut and your anus is like give me that thing and put it inside me but when you're not prepared and it's just like an accidental bam then fuck me oh fuck like and when oh because if you're in the spoons have you ever done this in the spoons position and they're just going at you like really hard from behind. And then this happened with like my ex ex mm-hmm. and the tick slammed. <clears throat> well, my <laughs> that was really out. I feel like your throat was very sympathetic to your butthole. Yeah, then. it was like dry. <laughs> my dick slammed right into my anus and I like basically Uh, crippled up into like a small ball and was just like ah yeah because it's like stop I don't even know how to explain it it's like it it, that kind of a reaction a physical trauma makes your whole body spasm and your anus like cramp up and it doesn't just stop once you pull out again it carries on going for a long time and I think it's not I think it's also like the tearing of the sphincter because your asshole it was just not ready to be that round like I mean how many of you had like and I know that we can get big shit in our ass again to go in deep like sometimes you've had a shit and you look back and you're like that's a monster how did that come out of me (laughs) so we can have dick sized things in or out of our ass it's just when you're not mentally prepared for it it yeah I'm I'm fairly certain it rips rips your sphincter and physically physically. like you need to have lube because otherwise ow Minus. We're not really starting this anal episode right. We're just terrifying all no, of our listeners. We're putting them everyone. off of anal for life. Have you ever had a good experience with anal, Florence? Yes. Oh my God. You're never going to guess what. what. It started, like, my best anal experience started off with that fucking ceramic. What? Prudence. Well. Fucking Prudence. <laughs> who's this boy again fuck we need to give it out like a goddamn shout out where this is by fine bone fine bone shout out to you for no money whatsoever because yeah apparently great anal and g-spot orgasms yeah so my ex was going down on me 
And then he started incorporating that in my ass. Oh yeah. This this shape and as well. I, yeah. It was quite good. Probably not like the whole way. And I think probably just like the first bit. I think because I was like super relaxed with the kind of lingus and it was really exciting then to have something up my ass. And then that, I was just like so into it. So like, ooh, this is like feeling really, really great. And then we swapped out the prudence for the dick. And this was actually anal in missionary style, which I'd never really thought about before. Oh, really? How else would anal... Like with your you on your with, front or doggy style? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, I suppose anal's just like any other hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hadn't really ever. I hadn't done it in missionary style mm-hmm. before, so I was just like, oh, this is this is actually a great angle for this. Firstly, and then I also got my like one vibrator like on my clit, so I had like oh, the vibrators yeah. on my clit the dick in my ass and that was the first time I was like anal is fucking amazing because I had a really great orgasm at the ripe old age of 30 30, yeah yeah Yeah. and I think a lot of us think that we need to enjoy anal early and it's like when you're when you're fucking and you try everything you do all like all the sex positions and all the stuff you've watched Mm -hmm. on porn and and I, I really didn't enjoy anal. You know what? I still don't really enjoy anal. But I think yeah. different people are made differently. Um, just yeah. like with vaginas, just like with dicks, like nerve endings are in different places. And for a lot of people, the way that they're formed on the inside is that maybe their rectum is right next to the nerve endings where mm. their G-spot might be. But then for a lot of people, it isn't. And also there is other things to play a part, like how well you feel relaxed, how comfortable you are, how easy you let it in. That's that's what it is for me, I think. I think it's always been very, very mental. Mm-hmm. And that's why it took like, it took a few times, yeah. us trying anal for it to actually feel amazing. Because like the first time I was like nervous to try it. Mm-hmm. So obviously it just hurt when it was in and I was like, let's stop this and then the second time I was just like okay cool yeah kind of more into it like it feels good like I think like I had a good time and then the third time I was like fully relaxed ready for it and I think especially because there was foreplay with my ass oh yeah Mm-hmm. that was why that ended up being a really great experience but I also think that I personally had bad experiences with anal in the past and didn't really feel pleasure from it mm-hmm. was because I had such a big hang up about anal because about all the things I just anal, right just I just thought it was so like I just thought it was dirty mm-hmm. I was I thought it was gross I like didn't I was just like I don't want to get shit everywhere mm-hmm. like I wasn't ready I wasn't comfortable in myself enough to accept the stuff that came with anal yeah. and because I but what the weird thing is is that because I saw it as such like a dirty like filthy thing I often masturbate about anal sex yeah it's like the shame I was right? like oh yeah fuck fuck me in the ass yeah <laughs> the stuff that makes us ashamed is mostly the stuff that we get off to <laughs> thanks brain cool nice one yeah actually probably since the good anal probably have masturbated it about it less yeah weirdly yeah yeah you know what exactly i'm exactly the same because like i'm owning my tickling fetish i masturbate over it less 
because I swear to God, it's the shame that makes it like so, oh my God, my secret shame. I'm just going to go and hide and watch loads of porn and all this stuff. Yeah. I don't know where we get the idea so deeply ingrained into our minds that anal has to equal shit. Like most of the times I've had anal, I've I've rarely had a spillage. And I'm not talking, you know, of course you can like uh, do an enema, which I... Yeah, I mean, I, you, you do it. You either want to do it or you don't. It's a bit like shaving your pubes. You want to or you don't. I don't think anyone should Yeah, be, people do shut their ass. Yeah. I don't think anyone should be forced into it or anyone should be shamed for doing it or not doing it. No. I feel like if you love anal sex, then maybe that's something you would put into your routine. Yeah. But also I think time of day. Even then if you love anal sex, like you're a human. You're It's a bodily function. Like you're going to... Yeah, you're gonna be experiencing like extra gubbins down there. Just like if you were to fuck a vagina, sometimes it might bleed, sometimes you might get discharge. It's exactly the same with anal. I, I was really lucky with uh, one of my boyfriends who was super into anal and he did make me feel really calm and cool about all the stuff that could happen during anal. He was just like, well, yeah, like I'm fucking you up the arse. Like I'm not expecting you to be clean there every time I just want to have anal sex with you and that made me feel really comfortable and calm I still had my hang-ups and I still had quite a few accidents with him because this was during the time of university where wasn't eating properly drinking a lot of alcohol doing a lot of drugs and so he's the egg cup of poo he's the egg cup of poo person yeah my favorite story ever of having anal sex with him and I could only ever do it on top actually I still can only do anal sex on top because I have to have that level of control I can't have someone fucking me anally it doesn't feel comfortable it's too much for me I don't think I would like being on top with anal yeah I I mean I don't like being on top with anal but that's the only way I can seem to do it um, yeah. and yeah ended up looking to, something didn't feel right ended up looking down at his cock and there was just so much shit like in his foreskin on top of it on top of his cock it was like a chocolate ice cream cone of co- cock and oh poon. god um and so that scarred me but he was just so fucking safe about it you know he was yeah. i was like i was i was horrified i was like close your eyes oh my god emergency stations getting a wire yeah. cleaning him up keep your eyes closed when really he was just like it's it's totally fine and I was the one that brought the shame there you know like that yeah. there wasn't anyone else where does that shame come from is it just like poo shame in general like I love talking about poo it's one of my favorite topics I guess it is just like bodily fluids mm. like piss and poop like is still very it's like it's just not seen as clean is it and yeah. like you don't want stupid really and it smells. Yeah. That's probably the other thing. Yeah, it can be a bit of a turn off. Unless, you know, maybe he was yeah. into it. Maybe he was into the whole shebang. Um, it's like... Yeah, you know, like, like Sophie Anderson. <laughs> yes. Um, if you need... <laughs> you need to listen to that episode. If you're new here, you need to listen to the Sophie Anderson oh, episode immediately right now. Yeah. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Pause this one. Go to that one and then, and come, then come back, back. Here. Come back right now. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll be here. Think of the time code. Put a placeholder in. <laughs> And it's the same, I guess, if anything, you know, like if you burp during sex or fart or vomit even, um, people can just be cool about it or they can be like weird about it. And 
Yeah. And also, if people are weird about it, it's, again, it's not really something to be angry at them for. It's annoying because it's like, you're an adult, like, grow up. But also, it's just the way that they've been taught. And it's just the shame that they have in their head. It's a very yeah. good way of, of almost seeing, like, if they're like, oh, what's that about? And it's like, well, there's it, nothing bad on me. This just goes to show where your mind's at about it. And you need to sort some shit out. Like, let's talk it over. Why do you feel that way? Yeah. I do definitely feel like now in my 30s, the people that I fuck are so much more open to all of that stuff. Like, I don't think I've come across anyone recently that's like weirded out by that stuff. But I think I probably just don't, I don't think I would connect with people that are like that. Mm, No. That that they just wouldn't be on the right level for me to even be fucking them in the first place no not now maybe when you're in your 20s and you don't really know what the fuck you're doing and someone's like oh why does that happen and it's just like because they don't know how else to react but now yeah everyone's just like well yeah you're a fucking human you're not a robot you're not gonna be perfect it's you're gonna there are gonna be mistakes there are gonna be things that happen during sex that you might not be super thrilled about but yeah, going back, had a lot of anal sex with him. Used a lot of toys, a lot of like regular sex, but toys in my ass. And again, I still, I don't think I've really had a pleasurable experience with anal apart from once when I was doing video call sex throughout lockdown and I had uh, a butt plug in my ass while masturbating with a toy mm, on my clip. Yeah. And that was really pleasurable. I really got off on the idea of a butt plug in my ass, but... I've, yeah. I fucked myself with a toy in my ass and a toy in my pussy and it was way too much. Super too oh. much. <laughs> Me double penetration. Yeah. I've definitely done that as well. Because I was just like, oh my God, this is, this, I was getting like, you know, you just feel like your pre-masturbation, you have this idea in your mind yeah. and you're just like, I'm going to, I'm just going to go through with this. Even though it's a lot of effort, I'm going to go through with <laughs> so this. So much effort. And then you, and then, and then you go through that you're like, Oh, I guess it was hotter in my mind than it is in reality. So much hotter, especially because it's not... <laughs> like, masturbation for anyone who uses sex toys, it's a, there's, there can be a lot of clean-up. And sometimes when you've just come, especially if it's late at night, the last thing you want to do is go and clean, like, wash your toys and look after Mm-mm. yourself. And so, yeah, when you do do a double, a double penetration DP session, you're like, fuck, there's a lot to clear up here. It's not, not yeah. just one... Yeah. So, I think... A lot of the time, I mean, I feel like we're giving anal a bad name. Like, I feel like we're a small pool of people that don't like anal. Um, I love, I like anal. Oh, would you say, like, absolutely, yes. You love anal. Well, with the right, on the, with the right time, the right person, someone that I trust. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, the guy that I'm, my fat buddy at the moment likes anal. So I'm guessing at some point we'll probably have anal sex mm. and I'm down to have anal sex with him. Um, so yeah, I think like, especially after the, the time with Prudence. Oh, Prudence. <laughs> um, that really changed my mind on, on anal. And I think if I have all the right devices mm-hmm. at my beck and call and like I'm all warmed up, then I can like, and I'm really into the idea at the moment 
then I'm totally down for anal sex now. Yeah, I'm, that would be amazing. I do think it's something that you almost like have to practice at and learn and get comfortable yeah. with. I don't think I've allowed myself that opportunity yet. The last time I had anal sex was when I had pelvic inflammatory disease and I couldn't have vaginal sex. And I was right. so desperate for some kind of penetration. I was like, well, fuck it, let's, let's have some anal. And after having it then, I was like, I just, it just doesn't feel nice for me. It makes me feel like, you know, when you have like a really bad diarrhea or like IBS shit and you get that sicky like hot <laughs> flush feeling that's what AL oh. feels like for me I don't get any pleasure from it yet I'm not going to give up though I feel like yeah I don't think you should give up because that's to me sounds more like a mind thing yeah, than could, a physical yeah, thing yeah it could definitely be and you need, you just need to have that one good experience to realise that you can relax into it. And I think maybe Prudence should get involved with you. Uh, I may- maybe I should take Prudence on holiday with me. What do you think? Yeah, I think you should take Prudence on holiday. <laughs> I'm literally taking all my sex toys. So what's one more to the one uh, more to the pack? So yeah, do it. Nice. Oh my god, that's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Big sexy getaway. I'm really oh excited. God, sexy Apart getaway. from the tit situation, that's quite sad. Mm-hmm. Um, that is sad. Yeah, because like nipple play is like the main thing that not just turns me on during foreplay, but also helps me orgasm, helps me focus enough to orgasm. And that's kind of what I need. So I, it's just going to have to be like, oh, be careful. Ow, stop. You know, like, oh, lame. Just use a ton of lube and like oils. Yeah, but they're infected though. So it's not really, I can't, I mean, we're going to do that anyway. I think we're going to get all like lubed up and oiled up. Yes. So with anal, obviously lube. I mean, we haven't really. That's quite an important part of anal sex isn't it very important you i i I honestly feel like unless you're an absolute anal motherfucking queen you cannot have anal Mm. sex without lube yeah and even then you need to be like the wetter the better for anal sex seriously like whether you're doing it with if you're doing it with a condom make sure it's Mm water-based lubricant if you're not doing it with a condom make sure well not make sure just you can use oil-based which can be a lot better for anal sex yeah. I think when I was working in the porn industry it was always coconut oil for anal scenes but of course you can't use that with condoms any oil based lubricants break the condoms down and they become unsafe so yeah. just make sure you've got the right lube and like the be- the conclusion of this episode is just keep trying to have anal sex with the right people don't let one bad experience deter you I'm so horny <laughs> I feel like we should talk about buttholes yeah. and like butthole shame because we start we started talking about it right at the beginning of the episode and then we went into our updates. That's true. I do love a tasty little butthole. I mean, I, I love you giving. You love buttholes. Yeah, I do love buttholes. I love giving, rimming and giving butthole pleasure. I have, I, I have embarrassment around my butthole. Oh, I don't like go. my butthole. I'm always like, you're too sensitive. Like, I don't know what, what, like... Too sensitive as in physically or mentally? (laughs) Wow, that's a good question, Reed. Mm. I think a bit both, maybe. Yeah. Um, But I'm always just scared of people looking at my butthole. I'm like, I'd rather you don't look at my butthole, actually. Yeah. So, like, that's the only thing with anal sex that I don't like is that I, 
I'm not keen on my butthole. Yeah. So I'd rather you don't look at it. Gen therapy <laughs> sessions, I swear. I mean, I, I I like my butthole, but what I don't like is it being spread after I'm hungover. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like, um, like, I don't mind if I'm feeling good about my butthole, I will spread my cheeks for you and wink at you, for God's sake. But if you're <laughs> spreading it and I'm not mentally prepared, then I get all like, oh, what are you doing? Like, because I have this horrible idea that maybe, I don't know, like I have like a little clinging nugget on my pubes or something like that. And of course, like, oh, the rarity yeah. of that is so low. But. In yeah, my mind, it might just be second. hanging on in there, yeah. like, just in the little... Little, little speco <laughs> poo. But, like, does it really fucking matter? Like, if you were to go down on your partner and you saw something like that, you would either just be like, oh, can you clean that up? Or, like, just ignore it. Yeah, I would, I would just tell them to go. I'd be like, oh, babe, do you mind just, like... Having a little wipe? Having a little wipe down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I, I personally wouldn't... I'm not into rimming. Mm-hmm. But that's probably because I feel ashamed of my own butthole. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to put my tongue on other people's butts. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I mean, yeah. But also, um... porn not only makes us feel shit about our vulvas and what our vulvas or dicks or whatever body parts we have look like, also for buttholes. Definitely for buttholes. In porn, like, they bleach buttholes, they wax buttholes. They're, like, the perfect little buttholes that you could ever see. And it makes you feel like, oh, like, my butthole doesn't look like that. Why, like... Mm-hmm. All the giant gaping ones were, like, you know, like, when after anal and they pull out and it's, like, a gaping hole. And I'm like, I want my butthole to look like a gaping hole. Like, why doesn't it look like that? Oh, do that? you? Yeah. I think that's that fucking sexy. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Each to their own, but you're right. It's definitely porn. There's nobody in my life that has ever gone like, hmm, like something negative about my butthole. So like, w- I've created this thought in in my head that yeah. my butthole is imperfect, which is just stupid. I had a sk- I have a skin tag on my butthole, so I'm like, mm. that's that what that's what makes me feel self conscious down there. I'm like. It's not like a butthole. You you might not have seen a butthole like my butthole before. <laughs> it's like, are you prepared? It's not p- perfect. It's not a perfect puckered butthole. Yeah, which is just madness because anyone would feel so lucky to be by your butthole. I don't know I'm going to give a fuck. Oh, they better be. Yeah, they will be. They'll be like, oh, so, so lucky. I, I feel the same, like, because of IBS and constantly worrying oh, about yeah. shitting my guts out or being constipated, I normally have one kind of, like, pile or hemorrhoids that's just, like, lurking around. And so I'm like, no, man, I don't want you to mess with that. Like, I don't even want you to see it. Luckily, yeah. it's, they're not they're not bad. They're very tolerable. But uh, maybe yeah. is it... But. I feel like my butthole is way more resilient than my vagina. Like, I feel like my vagina just can't cope <laughs> I with mean, anything. Your butt has to go through all your IBS shit, so it's proper fucking yeah. resilient. Yeah, my butthole's like a fucking war hero, for God's sake. <laughs> war hero. And my vagina's like the sweet old grandma that's like, okay, let's do this, yeah. and then suffers afterwards. <laughs> Oh, grandma. Yeah. So sexy. Sitting there so fucking so crocheting funny. my pubes together. Fuck. <laughs> crocheting my pubes. Oh my god. My butthole's the angry one that's like, stiff up a lip, boys. We can do this, that you is, know? 
that is such a scene from Big Mouth. I can just imagine yeah. them doing a little granny vagina yeah. knitting her pubes. Fuck. Well, I think it's good that we had this conversation about imperfect buttholes yeah. so that people can feel less ashamed of their buttholes, how they are, so that you can go into anal feeling a little bit more confident mm-hmm. with your body. And they can be so imperfect, but beautifully imperfect. They can be yeah. all kinds of shapes and sizes and colorations. And, you know, a lot of people deal with like anal fissures or all these other medical conditions but all you've got to do is talk to your partner about them own them and be like oh yeah I mean I've done it before I'm sure you've done it before like yeah so like sometimes I get a hemorrhoid just so just don't pound me so hard up the ass you know or like yeah just I have be a IB. little bit soft yeah I have IBS so I might get shit on your cock is that okay and they're normally like oh yeah I guess they're not gonna really say no <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, okay. I suppose, I suppose so. Can't back out now. Fuck, <laughs> can't back out now. <laughs> I think secretly, guys just would love to get shit all over that day. Yeah, <laughs> like got to do it once. Got to make the story. <laughs> got to yeah, make the headlines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to round up this episode, should we go through some anal tips? Yeah, that's a great idea because I think we've just yeah. we've gone in on the <laughs> anal. Let's uh, let's round so, them off. Yeah, to enjoy great anal sex, number one, always lube. Lube, absolutely. Find your perfect favourite lube. And they all are different, so try them out. Mm-hmm. Give them a go. Yeah. Um, secondly, yeah. it's so important to be relaxed. So foreplay yes. is one of the easiest things to do that and make sure that you're doing it with somebody that helps you relax as well. Yes, 100%. No, like, I, I feel like anal's not one of those things that you can just, like, march up into, unless you're a pro. If you're getting used to it, you need to warm up. And foreplay, I, re- I really do recommend foreplay, mm-hmm. like, with the asshole before as well. Yeah, and, and you know, communication, obviously. But talk to your partner yes. about what they're comfortable with. Like, are you comfortable with a finger? Can I eat your mm-hmm. asshole out? What do you feel about my dick? You know, like, what about toys? Yeah. Would you prefer toys? Sometimes I find that toys would just be so much easier for anal than yeah. an actual dick or a finger. I feel like with the fingers or dicks, maybe it's easier to get residue. And I, until I'm yeah. comfortable with someone, I don't really want that to happen. But lube's great yeah. for that. And I... I would say also take it slowly mm-hmm. until you know and you're communicating with your partner that you can go harder and always communicate about that because sometimes they'll be like, actually, I can't take it hard. Like it needs to be slow and soft. Like I think it's just, you just need to be there for each other during this anal experience because it is definitely, it's different to other penetration. Yeah. It it, it, it deserves more communication and more time and of course if anything feels uncomfortable or hurts talk about it don't feel like you have to sit and suffer even if you've had two hours worth of foreplay beforehand sometimes your mind's just not in it yeah definitely need your mind in it that's i think the main thing with anal because if your mind's not in it your butthole is gonna be tight as fuck oh there was actually one tip that we learned from Riyadh when he came on the podcast Mm. ages ago and it's actually to loosen your butthole you push out rather than in so pushing you don't want to suck it in you want to push out and weirdly that makes the dick go in easier so it's it's not you're not actually pushing out you're relaxing your anal muscle your sphincter when but it feels like you're pushing because that's what we're used to when we go to the toilet um yeah that's a really good tip 
But I and I would also say that practicing on your own as well before maybe part practicing with partners was really beneficial yeah. like I I listened to this sort of like nice uh like erotic audio on anal because I really wanted to try it and I was like on my side yeah. and I was teasing myself teasing around my anus with my finger and like dipping my finger in and out of my anus and it was like I could tell that I wanted it then and there because I wasn't like tightening or squeezing or pushing away and then I could allow myself to lube myself up and put in a toy and then I could really enjoy some fun orgasms but I think for the most part once you ease yourself into it it can be really fucking pleasurable one of my really great old school friends said that it literally reignited her and her husband's sex life because they didn't try anal for so long and then they tried it and it was like a whole new world of sex for them so it can amazing. be amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's a really great thing to try out with a partner if you're feeling like you want to try something new. Mm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed our little anal episode. Anal exploration. <laughs> um, of course, we love talking about anal and we have loads of YouTube videos talking about anal as well. But if this has been particularly remitting... See what I did there? <gasps> oh! oh! then please get in touch with us. Let us know if you've got any fuck off anal stories. Oh my days, write them in to us. We need to hear them. Oh yeah. The email address is fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. And of course you can keep up to date with everything we're doing on our Instagram as well as get interactive with the podcast via our Instagram stories and posts which is at comecurious or our personal accounts readamberx and florencebark. And make sure you leave us a review and rate the podcast because we want to get up and load Apple charts, baby. And I guess, curious fuckers, we will see you next Thursday. Mm, yeah. Ooh, boy. Prudence will oh, see you bye. then too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.